say success and failure are connected to age and money but the definition has changed and for you to understand so let's jump into the episode hey there i am ishani nigam and you have tuned into my first step ever podcast I realized life's too short to postpone your dreams and too long to live someone else's. So after failing thousand times, I'm finally on a journey to fulfill my dreams of impacting people's life through what I do the best, entertain and educate through podcasting, digital content creation and thought leadership. On this podcast, I uncover stories that help you see why you must do what you want in life build conviction to follow them and how to build systems to sustain them and if you are an entrepreneur or a brand seeking exactly the same then i'm up for a chat on my instagram handle which is at my first step ever underscore in but for now if you want to achieve your goals and build never failing systems then what are you waiting for let's get started Welcome on my first step ever. I'm so excited that we are now racing for the 100th episode of my first step ever and so far we have had the opportunity to speak with global speakers, keynote speakers, CEOs and employees and also people who have been so successful in their life and they've made something and carved a niche out for themselves. But today as I speak to you I have a very young very young successful person in many ways because she has carved her own life and she finds her success in the cause that she supports and by all means please join me in welcoming sana khasabe yes. thank you so much for the lovely welcome ishani i know that my name is a little bit difficult to pronounce but i'm really excited to join your podcast and to be among the huge diversity of people who got the chance you know to speak Uh, at your program thank you so much and it's indeed not difficult it's unique and it's something new for me so i loved learning uh, this beautiful name that you have so before we move in i like to introduce you to my listeners today sana is a road safety advocate from jordan she works as a project manager at yours which we will be talking about she has been elected as the first ambassador of the european year for youth 2022 to recognize her voluntary work and initiatives in areas related to sustainability and there's many more accolades that she has achieved in this short span of time she's a very very young amazing enthusiastic person and if you see her su- success lies in the voluntary work that she has done the passion that she has for road safety the passion she has for youth empowerment so it's a very different kind of success that we are talking about right now and she is doing so well and we get recognized for it because every time that we think about success we equate it with age and money so here's this new story that we are going to be hearing from sana herself so sana let's just start with understanding that where did you grow up and how was your childhood like we love to know the sana the the young sana <laughs> uh thank you so much it's a really interesting question i come from a big family uh, i grew up in the north of jordan in a city called irbat it's a very beautiful city known of its field and of agriculture and we have many ancient roman cities that 
uh, were, were established there. Wh whoever comes to Jordan, they have to travel to the north of Jordan uh, because you can also see uh, the beauty of our neighboring countries. You can see the Golan Heights of Syria and you can see also Palestine and uh, uh, Lebanon on the horizon. So it's a really beautiful Lovely. city and I'm grateful I had the chance to grow up there. I'm the eldest in my family. I have five sisters and one brother. My mom is an art teacher at a public school in our neighborhood. Uh, so you can say that I grew up with lots of arts. Um, I had crayons and uh, brushes and water watercolors uh, when I was a kid. And I, I have so many pictures of myself, you know, uh, like drawing and painting. And my mom gave me so much liberty as a kid. She would let me paint on the walls and on the floors. She would let me paint on anything, even like ruin the books that we have, ruin the furniture. And uh, she would tell me, okay, just uh, be yourself, uh, express yourself, and I will clean it up. Don't worry, this is washable, I will clean it up. So like my mom gave me so much space, you know, to discover my talents and to be myself. And uh, I'm really grateful for that. My father on the other side, he was so passionate about reading. And I remember as a kid, I always saw him having, you know, a newspaper or a book in his hand. I remember I was like two years old and he would sit me, he would make me sit in his lap and, you know, hold the newspaper and like start pointing at words and to teach me how to pronounce it. And I would say that I was able to read and write before uh, my peers. At the age of five, I could read the newspaper. I would, wow. you know, rewrite the, the, the pieces of the newspaper, you know, on my notebook. And I had really beautiful handwriting. Uh, so um, you can say that I started reading at a very young age. I started drawing at a very young age. And I was always a curious child, asking so many questions, you know. And because of the liberty that my parents gave me, I had so much confidence. So um, I would speak to, uh, you know, people older than me. I, would, uh, I, I, don't, I didn't have trouble starting conversations with people. So the adult me, Sana, today... Like uh, I would start, you know, conversations with strangers in the transportation, you know, like I always like try to break the ice whenever I'm meeting people for the first time. And uh, I would say that uh, this made me, you know, like explore the world differently and not to be fearful of anything because behind a conversation with any random person, there can be an opportunity. And there can be something that you don't know about. And by listening to people and by meeting people and uh, hearing how they see the world, seeing their perspective, you can learn a lot. And this, this kind of knowledge is not something that you can find in books or that you can find easily. It's something that I, I really treasure. I think you are very, very mature and you have great insight, given that you are so young. And I think what you've just mentioned that you had the liberty to, you know, just express yourself. That is the key for anyone to grow without a fear. And that I can feel the way that you're speaking about what you like, what you're passionate about, and it all kind of dials down and kind of goes back to your roots that how you grew up what was your mindset and it's the most lovely thing that I've heard whenever I've asked anyone the question what was your mindset how did you grow up so something very refreshing that I'm hearing a uh, very very interesting take that you could you know start reading and writing way before you know your peers could and these two things are so important in life for us, for our soul to grow because reading, adding to your knowledge 
and beyond that talking to people and the, as you very 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 nice very nicely mentioned that behind every conversation is an opportunity and yeah. the first step that we kind of face the roadblock is we feel so scared talking to anyone because we have all these doubts of being judged what will they think can i speak the language i might not able to pronounce certain things certain way what will they think about me they'll laugh at me so sana that is such a great environment that you were brought up in and kudos to your parents because they just let you be the free bird that you are and now you've blossomed into a beautiful butterfly that i can see so thank you sana's mom and dad we have learned a lot <laughs> So for everyone who's listening to us today even if you are you know adult enough to lead your own life it just tells us that how you can parent yourself the way sana's parent has brought her up those are the ways the mindset that one develops so if you're at a position that you are leading your own life these are few things that you can help parent yourself yes you don't need people around to you know help you when you're at a age when you can do things for yourself so moving on from here sana let's jump in straight into a question i really love asking everyone because that's where the biggest insights for a lot of us lie but before that i like to mention that you have been awarded the best film prize for the youth category at the global road safety film festival 2022 congratulations that Thank is you. really interesting so i see that you're you work in the space of youth empowerment and specifically road safety and you are very vocal about it and you're using very different mediums to get that message across but before we come to that i like to ask that what was the biggest failure that you faced so far in your life and did that ever impact you if yes how did you cope up with it this is a really super important question uh, actually i believe that words have energy so i'm very careful about the words that i tell to people and the words that i tell to myself so saying the word failure it's such a big word to me so i do my best to accept myself and accept the things that i do and to believe that there is always room to to make mistakes and you can always you know overcome your mistakes and become a better version of yourself so uh, to me as a person in the late 20s i believe that i i don't have any major failures in in my life it's uh, i still have you know some room to to learn and to grow especially in my career and in my relationships and my friendships I do my best not to be harsh to myself you know um, so I I wouldn't say I have like uh, something like a major failure I I would honestly tell you that sometime at some point in my life after graduating since we have so many unemployment in Jordan I struggled to find a job and um, it was a super stressful time for me you know like I thanks to my professors to to people in my surrounding I was able you know to to find like some freelancing opportunities and to work with non-profit organizations but it's stressful for a young person not to find something long term or, or something like permanent and I was under so much pressure telling myself what's next so I have a contract now for 3 months what's next what if it's not renewed and then I learned that you know there are always opportunities and we just need to to keep looking and we shouldn't limit ourselves to to thinking okay it's either this or that no there are a huge range of opportunities for us 
And after working with the nonprofit field uh, for one year, I, my background is in architecture. So I worked uh, for one year about uh, designing housing units for the low income, low income families in Jordan. After that, I decided that I want to pursue my career in the sustainable development field. And I was looking, you know, for a master's degree. That's when I decided to study sustainable mobility and road safety management. And a lot of people thought that this is very far away from your field. Like you're, you're an architect, you're more into design, you know, designing buildings, cities. But uh, why would you like take this career shift and decide to go for something new? But I believe that I had much more to offer to the world. And I, it's, it, it, sitting in one office, you know, behind the desk and designing is not something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. As a social person, as an extrovert with multiple interests, I found myself that I need to, you know, to break the shell and uh, put myself out there, you know, and discover uh, new opportunities, even if it's far, kind of far away from what I studied earlier. And I'm really grateful I took that step. I left Jordan to Beirut, to Lebanon, and I did my master's degree uh, in uh, USG, University San Joseph of Beirut. It was a great experience for me because I made so many friends and I was exposed to a totally new environment. And yes, it, it helped me a lot to shape my new self. Incredible. I I was so engrossed in what you were saying, not just because of the content that you're giving us out here, the, the essence of what you're sharing. It's also you are very eloquent and like you speak so well. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to listen to you and how you describe your emotions and feelings. So thank you, first of all, for sharing that. And very interesting thing that you mentioned that words have energy and how you use something is very important. And that's yes. why... Failure is something that you don't keep in your dictionary and you use words as mistakes so that you can always improve it. So that's a great takeaway for me. Thank you so much for sharing that. And for everyone who's listening to us today, I, I think you can see that I'm sure you are at a certain age that you are also feeling the same feelings that Sana had, you know, that if you don't get a job, what, what would you do? You know, you are more than what you really get, but then also you have to think about the opportunities that you can create because everything lies within you. And mm -hmm. it takes a really long time for some people, maybe less time to realize that what they are really good at or how they can utilize their strengths to help impact other people's life positively. So Sana, as you mentioned that you thought of taking the other route and change your career path quite I, I would say a bit more like a 180 degree turn. So from there, when you took that turn to study road safety and mobility and sustainability, very, very noble thought. How did that journey sort of unfold from there? What were the efforts that you took to get to the first step of being the influencer, the advocate that everyone knows of now? Uh, when I was um, a school student, we had all the time police officers coming to do campaigns on road safety, teaching us how to cross the road safely. They did a lot of writing competitions and drawing competitions just to know how we perceive safety on the streets. Like in Jordan, it's something very common that we hear about every single day, the death of young people because of road crashes. People just like accept it. Even though it happens so frequently, it's on the news on a daily basis. But people think, okay, it's it's destiny. It's their fate to die because of a, of a road crash. To me, this this is not fair. Like this can be me. It can be someone I love. It can be 
one of my friends, you know, one of my, any one of my family. And in Jordan, we're a small country. So I, I always say Jordanian people are my bigger family. So uh, the loss of any Jordanian is a person, feels like a personal loss to me. If I see a mom weeping on TV because she lost her child because of a road crash, I can feel her pain. And, um, I wish that we can do something to hold people accountable because of the tragedy that happened. No one should die because of a road crash. Because I believed in this cause so much, I found that uh, by studying it and by, you know, having professional experience in it, then I can contribute to my country and help save lives. Because I did a quick search and I found that we're one of the highest countries, fatalities caused by road crashes. And we don't have many people experienced in this field. We don't have an agency, a lead agency working to lower the number of fatalities at serious injuries caused by road crashes. So I felt like this is a step that I need to take. There are so many architects in Jordan, but not, not so many road safety experts. And um, that's when I decided, you know, to move to Beirut to study sustainable mobility and road safety management. And uh, this specialty wasn't available in any university in Jordan. Um, there, I met people from different countries in the Arab world. And then later I could move to Geneva to do my internship with the Global Road Safety Partnership. And I learned a lot about how do we shape policies that save lives. And I had my main focus on saving the lives of youth because every year we lose around 300,000 people. It's a huge number. Like It's almost like 1,000 young lives lost every single day on the, on the streets uh, globally. So um, we are one of the most affected age group by this by this epidemic. And I felt like we need to do something about it. Whenever I hear organizations talking about working with youth, they mention the climate, how young people, you know, are the most affected by climate change. For example, they talk about gender equality. How, how do we as youth identify our gender today? And we talk about animals' rights. You know, uh, we talk about how we are, how we should change our diet, how we should change our mobility uh, trends. But no one is talking about the number one killer of youth. When I ask this question to anyone, they think maybe it's, I don't know, depression or is it suicide? But in reality, no, it's a road crash. So by, by simply leaving your house every day to go to your university or to go to your work or to simply, I don't know, buy something from the supermarket, you, you need to cross the street, right? So there is a huge chance that you might lose your life because of that. And I found that we need more young people working in this field because as the most affected age group, we should dis decide how should our uh, cities, uh, you know, be designed to protect us as youth. And we should have a, a place at the decision-making tables to, to have a say about uh, the policies that need to protect us. And we should hold all the decision-makers accountable, not as victims, but as peers, like we should be seated with decision makers and share the decision making process because, you know, young people are usually underestimated. And uh, this is something that bugs me a lot. We have a huge potential and we should be addressed and taken seriously. There, there is so much that we can offer to the world. I definitely agree with you, Sana, and you speak with great passion, sharing the steps that you have taken to finally get to the decision that why you wanted to, you know, walk the path of the road safety with for the youth and also your reason behind why do you want the youth to be part of it. It's incredible. Love that you are 
taking some action and involving the people who are affected by the by the issue so that they can become serious about it and if they speak to their generation it might be heard and understood better so thank you so much for taking us through your process of how do you, how you took your first step and i would say it was the most logical well researched yet backed by your own reasoning that you made the decision and this is a very very good way of taking a decision so for everyone the youth who's listening to us today wherever you are in the world there is this is an amazing girl out here sana who is really standing the front very strong and she has a very strong voice and she teaches us something very important that when you are fighting for a cause you can't do it alone you have to pull in the other voices who have the same same goal or even if they don't have the goal but they want to do something to help other people you can give them a goal you can give them a hope so thank you sana for being on my first step you are such an amazing person a beautiful person to speak to i have i think grown to like you so much just in few minutes i would love to chat you chat with you even more <laughs> so sana thank you so much for being your real self taking us through your journey i have definitely learned a lot i would really like to understand that if there's one thing that you can tell our listeners today if they're stuck somewhere in their life what is the one thing that they can do so that they take some action towards the goal that they really want to they should believe in themselves always believe in yourself and there is a quote that i like so much by jibran khalil jibran it says lust to comfort murders the passion of the soul so never have a great idea and just set in your place expecting that it will implement itself this is this will not happen you should if you if you have great ideas if you want to change your life if you want to work in x organization if you want to work for x company it's something doable you need to take action you need to start taking action you need to learn from people in your field there's always someone better than you and you should surround yourself with people that are better than you so you can like grow your experiences grow your skills and uh, set targets for yourself because this is the easiest thing to do uh, towards achieving your goals and from my experience before i started working for for this organization that i work for right now it was a website that i surf on the web you know it was to me it was a newsletter i received monthly on my email but then i decided that i want to work for this organization and i did all my best you know to achieve to make it a reality to me everything is doable i believe i made everything i wanted in my life i i even i ended up getting it and i believe with this mindset you can make anything happen the secret is about you know believing in yourself in your abilities that there is no limit to what you can do and today we live in a world that is so full of opportunities you know for everyone as long as you have it's very competitive as well there are so many opportunities but it's a, there's so much competition it's it's really essential for us as youth to work on our skills and to learn from people who have more experience than us and then we can we can get going and everything will fall in the right place lovely that was lovely what an amazing note to end this episode on and you have also already given us your favorite quote which is amazing so thank you sana for being on my first step ever and i know a lot of you have loved what sana has spoken today and 
all about her thought process and if you really want to know a bit more about her work and what she does i will leave a link because as she said it's always good to learn from people so that you can improve yourself and i think she's a very very interesting and curious personality to learn from so thank you sana for being on my first ever ever it has been a pleasure chatting with you i have thoroughly enjoyed this episode chat- chatting with you thank you friends if you have reached thus far today firstly thank you so much it really means that you have learned something out of today's episode and you have enjoyed so why don't you share it with me and let me know that what is that you have learned and what would you like to listen more in upcoming episodes i love to build a relationship with my viewers and audiences and know what really is that helping them so you can follow me on my instagram handle which is my first step ever underscore in and subscribe to my youtube channel for weekly video updates and yes if you like what i do over here follow my first step ever on google apple or spotify and please drop your rating to my show and comment well this can be a way you can help me achieve my dreams to reach out to millions who need to hear this as i help you in your journey in taking the first step ever Until next time start believing in yourself and most importantly keep believing in yourself